Hubhopper Originals. Hello and welcome back to another episode of Zero Down, a Hubhopper Original. In this episode, we talk about an issue that has been debated passionately in the recent times. On the 29th of November, thousands of farmers from all the corners of the country marched to Delhi. This historic march, dubbed as the Kisan Morcha March, brought the prevailing agrarian distress into public discourse again. Approximately 3 lakh farmers have committed suicide between 1995 and 2015. Most of these suicides are driven by pressures of indebtedness on the farmers. During the cycle of production, farmers incur many costs like buying fertilizers and pesticides for crops. Due to extreme uncertainty of the success of the crop and this lack of proper infrastructure to ensure the sale of the produce at the right price, most farmers are stuck in the vicious cycle of debt. Over the years, the indebtedness of farmers is only getting worse. A 2015 NSSO survey estimated that more than half of farm households are in debt. Addressing this issue, various state governments have come up with loan waiver schemes. Since April 2017, eight states have announced waivers worth 1.9 trillion rupees. Some political parties have gone one step further and advocated a nationwide loan waiver scheme. In theory, a loan waiver is not completely useless as is often suggested. In the 1970s, a concept called Laffer Curve was emerged emerged after the economist Arthur Laffer who used an upside-down U-shaped curve to illustrate his point about taxation. Laffer thought that the relationship between tax rates and tax revenue was such that sometimes an increase in tax rates could actually decrease the tax revenue. The Laffer curve represents the idea in a graphical way and while it does grapple with the accusation of being an oversimplified example of reality, the point it makes sounds intuitively true. This concept has since been applied to other areas in economics as well. Some propose a debt-laffer curve which draws a similar relationship between the amount of debt a country owes and the likelihood of that money being paid back to the creditors. The idea is that foregoing some of the loan can actually induce the debtor to pay back the rest or the reduced amount. Loan waivers seem to have this idea as its theoretical basis. The idea that a waiving of part of a loan makes farmers feel more comfortable in repaying the rest. However, loan waivers have not shown substantial effects on easing the agrarian distress. For a more holistic view, let's see how loan waivers affect the different stakeholders involved. First, let's look at the government. On a political front, loan waivers might be favorable for the populist electoral gains for the government, but it proves bad to the fiscal discipline and credit culture of the economy. In 2016, Andhra Pradesh opted for a loan waiver scheme that offered 14 paise or benefits per rupee spent on the scheme. Giving out a rupee to achieve just 14 paise of benefit is a poor deal. Similarly, in Rajasthan, giving out a rupee to achieve 11 paise of benefits is also a poor deal. Spending thousands of crores on less effective policy leaves less for much more effective ones like irrigation or infrastructure, which we will explore later. Effect on banks is more indirect than direct as these waivers are compensated by the state government exchequers. However, the credit culture is disrupted. 
Banks have reported in the past that there is usually an increase in NPAs after loan waivers due to moral hazards. For instance, when UPA announced loan waivers in 2008, agricultural NPAs were close to 2% of the entire agrarian loan book. But between 2009 and 2017, they have grown to nearly 6%. This is more damaging to the government because, again, most farmers' loan are held in public sector banks. Banks also tend to restrict lending to farmers after waivers are announced since they lose out on the interest payments and might lead the banks to categorizing these loans as bad loans. In the end, after all the damage is done, do loan waivers help farmers? The answer is quite disputed. Loan waivers cover only formal lending. Hence, loan waivers do not accrue any real benefits to small and marginal farmers who largely depend on informal borrowing. This is due to the fact that only 15% of the small farmers have access to institutional credit which are covered in these waivers. There are several other unintended perverse consequences. For instance, rich farmers too may take the loans even if there is no need for it in the hope of the next loan waiver scheme. This will impact the farmers who are genuinely in need of loans. Bigger farmers are the main borrowers from, from banks and other formal institutes and because of past loan waivers, formal lenders have reduced the credit flow to the marginal farmers, lending them to approach, leading them to approach informal lenders. The biggest reason as to why loan waivers are criticized is that they do not address the actual problem which is much more complex and rooted and cannot be solved with a single stroke of pen on waivers. While it is noteworthy to lend a hand to farmers in debt, the solution cannot be permanent when one does not take into account what is causing the debt in the first place. In a sense, it is like increasing tap flow to fill a bucket with a hole. A real solution involves a great deal of reforms in the agricultural sector. Instead, politicians get away with hasty quick fixes that do more damage than help. As mentioned above, the large sum of funds allocated to waivers can be channeled towards constructive projects. Direct benefit transfers to farmers, quite like the Right to Banduk scheme in Telangana, is one short-term solution. Building canals and reservoirs to deal with droughts when needed, conducting seminars about the use of effective irrigation techniques, encouraging farmers to adopt aquaculture and other types of farming instead of relying solely on staple crops, investing in agricultural R&D and promoting organic farming are few alterna alternatives where more light can be shed and more money can be pumped in. Agrarian distress requires consistent and long-term reforms and efforts. Debt waiver as an initiative appears to be a short-term solution for a long-term malady. Major investment in the agricultural sector is the need of the hour, which may lead to increased mechanization, improved access to marketplace for the farmers, better warehousing and transportation facilities. This would enhance the profitability of the farmers and would strengthen their capacity to weather rough times such as droughts and natural calamities. While debt waivers are definitely a relief to some farmers, our focus should be on solutions that fight indebtedness by making farming profitable instead of writing away debts itself and rinse and repeat. Thank you. This is all from us. And if you want to listen to more such interesting stuff, then stay tuned to Zero Down, a Hubhopper original. I hope you enjoyed this Hubhopper original podcast. 
If you want to get started with your own show, please do get in touch. We'd love to have you on board. Send an email to info at hubhopper.com. That's info at hubhopper.com, and we'll get back to you in a flash. We're looking forward to creating some great audio content together.